0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the number one DFS guy, handicapper, prognosticator, on down the line here. I can yep. keep going. <laughs> Mr. Andrew Hansen, how's
1: that? That doesn't I like uh, build it. you up enough for a winning lineup, does it? yeah exactly. I like that. you know, we're we're all about DFS here. We were talking with our members a little bit about sports wagering tonight, and I really liked Houston on the money line. That came through. Man, a little more drama that I needed on that wager, but uh, two really, you know, exciting games, just as you and Shane talked about on the pod. Uh, another game seven. so man, this this NBA bubble is really delivering. It, it's been really crazy. Now, you know, tonight I, I, I will say
0: I was a little agitated with the ending of both games, though. I thought the refs took a little too much control. It was really slow. So many reviews, you know, a couple of questionable calls. And that's a bummer because, you know, the the, the basketball has been great. And then when you have both games ending in all of that craziness, it just uh, – You know, definitely not the best day uh, for the officials, no
1: question about it. Yeah, tough. I mean, just so many close plays, you know, Dragic, was he moving forward? And then Giannis, I mean, he put his hand on him. You just can't do it. I mean, it wasn't a big push, but it's just inexcusable on that play to actually go over and make contact with him. He's so long, you know, any sort of hand in the face would have done, you know, it would have accomplished his goal of trying to interfere with the shot. I mean, that was just inexcusable. Yeah, it, it didn't make any sense. But, you know, this is the first time
0: in the history of the NBA that both number uh, one seeds uh, are 0 and 2. So I don't know if that's – I'm sure that's a lot to do with the bubble because normally teams have that home court advantage for those two. But, uh, man, that, it definitely stirs the, the barrel for uh, – I, I don't mean the two number one seeds. I mean the number one and the two seed in the East is right, what I was trying East, to say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it certainly stirs the pot there in in the Eastern Conference with what's going to happen here. So uh, very interesting. It's It's been a blast. And, uh, you know, I think
1: it's just it's just going to get more intense as we go further into the playoffs. Yeah, so, starting right now with the first game that we're going to talk about with Toronto down 2-0. You know they're going to bring it. Oh yeah, they have to, and they definitely have a lot of guts. There's no doubt.
0: So, uh, well, it's uh, we just finished the, the games for the evening. It's uh, past midnight already, so we'll we'll do our normal doing our normal evening or early morning, however you want to look at it. Show, and so this will be for the two games on the NBA slate for Thursday, September third. And uh, before we jump into both of these games, just real quickly, want to uh thank our presenting sponsors mybookie.ag it is the place to go for all your sports wagering and casino action go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code coach talk no space one word and they will match up to a hundred percent uh of a thousand bucks and you get a 25 dollars free play just for being a coach talk listener and also tbg.com the kentucky derby is saturday so this is the time to jump on TVG.com and utilize the risk-free $300 free play that they uh, that they offer just uh, for DFS Coach Talk. So you have to use the promo code Coach Talk. Also, no space, one word, and TVG will let you take that $300 shot at the Derby on Saturday. All right, Game One as you mentioned, is going to be extremely exciting. Vegas sees it pretty much the way I was thinking this line would be. You've got the Raptors actually favored by one, and that's going to vacillate. It could end up being Boston by one or probably a pick 'em. them. And uh, the over-under is down. It's 215 because uh, they know these two teams are going to D it up and, you know, play hard. So, uh, exciting first game and the question is do you uh balance your your uh two games with with exposure or are you going to focus on this game even
1: though it's eight points less on the over under i think i'm going to spend more of my money in game number one on this slate and the the main the main reason is the context here toronto's down 2-0 We know that Nick Nurse loves to play his guys heavy minutes. And this is there's no better time here to go all out. And when you get guys like Lowry, Van Vliet, Siakam, I would predict that they all play at least 40 minutes. You know, assuming it's close. If they play really well, they win by 12. You know, maybe they play 37, 38 minutes. But if this is a close game, I think they all play 40 minutes. And they're all under 8,000 on DraftKings. And they're all under 8,000 on FanDuel, except for Siakam. He's a little bit higher. He's 8.2. So all three of those guys are in play for me. Um, on the other side, you know, Kemba, I think, is a solid option to go back to. Jalen Brown you know, has been decent. Um, Tatum, for me, is he may be site-dependent. I know he was excellent in the last game. 9.2 is a little bit pricey. He's starting to get up in that Kawhi Leonard range, and I'm not even sure I want to pay up for that. But on FanDuel, you know, because of the positions, I may go with him there. You know, I think the key decision there for me is going to be it's actually going to be Jokic or Tatum for me. Um, I'm still struggling with the FanDuel build because, once again, the pricing is a little bit challenging with the positions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and then Tyson and Robert Williams again I think are both in play you know Robert Williams on DraftKings at 3.6 you know it's not it's not something I want to jump at it would only come down to a 2 2 by 2 switch cuz you look at you know Harold and Zubots in the second game they're 4.4 and 4.8 they're both playable I think so you're not getting much of a price discount to go down to Robert Williams but if it's if it allows you to pay up on another spot that you really like i I would do it yeah um, so that's that's pretty much where i'm at i mean you know marcus smart's in consideration too if if the price fits um but really i i am going to be heavily invested in toronto
0: yeah you know i we're exactly on the same page i think the last podcast we did together a couple days or well it was actually three days ago i guess because shane Sugar was on two in a row. Yep. Uh, I think we were like completely on opposite wavelengths. Our lineups were, I think we had one guy the same. It was nuts. <laughs> but I'm with you on this one. I mean, I'm I'm a Toronto truther here. You know, I believe that they're going to come out. I think they're going to win this game. I think they're going to play the whatever minutes they have to play to do it, just as you stated. And I think you can make multiple plays here. I mean, I've I've plugged in Lowry and Van Fleet together, and uh, they've been terrific. Um, I even had my third wheel Norman Powell. That didn't work out as well last time, but uh, he's not a, a bad play either. You know, I don't know if you want to go all three guards, but uh, you know, I think you, you can look that way. Ibaka has been fantastic. He's he's a nice play. You know, Gasol's price is very cheap, and you know, again we're we're it's such different builds if it's DraftKings or, you know, compared to FanDuel and even Fantasy Draft. I mean, they're just absolutely, completely different strategies uh, based on the pricing. So, you know, that's, that's going to be, you know, what you have to look at each individually. So, you know, talking about Toronto uh, for me uh, with Lowry at 7,800 and on uh, FanDuel, and then he is uh, seventy-five on DraftKings. Seventy-five. Kings. So you know that medium build pricing with uh, Van Vliet, Van Vliet's two hundred dollars more on DraftKings, which is mind-boggling to me. But uh, I think you know the fact that you're not in the eights or nines, you can really build some decent mid price lineups. And I, I'm definitely you know starting mine with with Van Vliet. And Lowry, and then it's a matter of examining, you know, do you want to? How many Raptors are too many? I'm, you know, I'm thinking, you know, you could go four here if you want
1: to go in a bacca, right? I just built one on DraftKings with four, and I love it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, did you use the Ockham? Yep. Well,
0: he's only seventy nine on on DraftKings, which I think is, you know, very reasonable. Um, where you could make him part of that full stack. And I think it's going to be popular. Um, as far as Siakam on I you mentioned at 82. You know, it's not bad. I mean, it's reasonable. Uh, I still don't think Siakam's playing his best basketball, though. He, I don't think he has since they've been in the bubble. But he certainly gets the attempts in minutes,
1: you know? Yep. 43 minutes last game. And it was kind of surprising that OG actually outscored him because he hit all those threes. Grace- yeah. And he almost he almost out rebounded him too. But mm-hmm. you know, Siakam has some of the other stats. And like you said, he's he isn't hitting his potential. And he can easily give us a 50-point fantasy night if he gets a little bit more aggressive, gets a little bit more accomplished.
0: Yeah. I, you know, for me, I don't think I'll I'll go Lowry, Van Vliet, and Siakam and just put all my chips in on mm-hmm. on the Raptors. I, I may go two lineups tomorrow because in my initial builds here, I just had two slightly different looks. And usually I try to just go one lineup. Uh, but in in one, I think I'll have that combination of Lowry and Van Vliet and the other one, Lowry and Siakam. And I'm still going to consider Ibaka. I, I mean, he's playing fantastic. That. That is a guy, you know. He's a free agent after this year. That's that's the guy I want the Mavericks to go after. I he's not that old. He is a little older than the norm, but not to where he's washed up. But you talk about the about a guy that can finish at the rim, block shots like crazy, tons of rebounds, and he you know he he can knock down the three too. So at six thousand five hundred, I still think he's underpriced uh, on FanDuel uh, and DraftKings. Uh, 61, 61, even better. So he's certainly in play for me, uh, also. So we're both heavy Raptors tomorrow, no doubt about it. I think that, uh, we're not going to be alone. I think there's going to be a lot of people on that bandwagon for sure. Um, on the Celtic side, you know, it's interesting. I, there are multiple guys you can go with here. I, I think Jalen Brown has played very well. Tatum is their high usage guy, though, but the pricing is a little bit difficult. So, uh, you know, the big question is going to be how many people are going to chase the Robert Williams performance. Yeah, you know, he had that first quarter of his life there, but he got a decent run. He got a good rotation of minutes. Canner's not seeing the floor at all. He's just... Uh, almost, uh, I don't even know if they may in- inactivate him. I mean, that was one of the things you have to watch closely. That was uh, an edge for me today. Even though he didn't smash, I used Marvin Williams because he's getting every second of backup center minutes for Milwaukee. They inactivated uh, Robin Lopez. So, right. you know, when for me, Marvin Williams was out there 30 some minutes tonight. So I know he didn't didn't uh, make a bunch of shots and such, but, you know, all, in my opinion, we need to set ourselves up for the most opportunity minutes. And, you know, then those guys just have to perform. So I think we're looking at a similar thing here where I don't think it's, you know, being a a naive DFS player to chase Robert Williams in this game, because I do think he'll get a good 20, uh, you know, low twenties minutes, and he certainly produces when he's in there. Um, and so I'm going to you know, I'm gonna consider him for a buyout, uh, buy down option uh, when normally I wouldn't. I would normally run from guys like this. Usually, you know, when somebody has a, a fairly decent game that's not expected to, you know, I, it's just such a sucker play for everybody that tries to chase that game. But in this situation, I just think he fits. I'm, he's, he's quicker than Gasol. And so when they're when he's in against him, uh, you know, he's got that first step. And then uh, when he's in against Ibaka, as good as Ibaka is, he's stronger. He's thicker. So he's got a little bit of, uh, of matchup uh, advantage, I think, with Toronto, where he wouldn't if he's playing like an Anthony Davis or something. But, you know, in this situation, I think he fits, and I think he's a decent buy-down option. I don't think I'm going to spend way up on Boston, but I do think you need one exposure to one of their good players, because if this game stays close like we're talking about, which I think it very well could, uh, you're going to need some exposure back on the Boston side if we're going to stack three guys or even four on the Toronto side. So the question I have, I haven't made my decision, and I know yesterday there were a few guys I wasn't sure on either, and, you know, we had a couple of uh, comments come in on YouTube where, you know, people were like, well, I'm confused, which guy are you going with? Well, some of these decisions, you know, I mean, we're giving you a good group to build on in core, but some of these decisions, we have to see how things play out tomorrow. You know, you got to watch any injury news or inactive news, you know, look, read into it a little bit, listen to a little coach talk. There's a lot of pieces that go into that final move that you have to make. So for me, uh, you know, I will come up with that in the afternoon tomorrow, and I'll be sharing that other key Boston play, whether it be, I could tell you right now, it's between Tatum, Kemba, Marcus Smart, and Jalen Brown. And one of those guys will be the, the probably second banana to Robert Williams that might make everything work. Because if I can get 20 to 25, DFS points from Robert Williams in his 20 to 22 minutes that I think he'll get. uh, That's going to be plenty. So, like you say, spending a lot of time on this game, I may walk away with this, you know, having a 4 3 stack or a 3 3 or 3 2. So, you know, this is going to be the big play for me tomorrow. I just have to make that final decision on the Boston play.
1: Yeah. And I think it's what you said there towards the end is key is if if Toronto is going to lock in those 42 minute type evenings for those, you know, three or four key guys that we're interested in Boston, that means somebody's scoring and their right. prices are reasonable. You know, only Tatum is the one that you really have to think about. Yeah. All those other guys make sense. And so it's just about analyzing it, uh, looking at the numbers and, and fitting it into your lineup and, and making that final selection on the other side.
0: And I'll tell you, I think there's going to be a ton of variance in people's lineups. You're not going to have as many dupes because there's just so many people in that mid pricing of you know five to eight thousand where you could go with just a multitude of
1: combinations. Summer is here and sports are finally back, which can only mean one thing. It's time to get back, Relax and make some cash. Everyone has to start somewhere. to get your deposit matched 100% all the way up to $1000 plus an extra $25 free play that's promo code coach talk use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie with my bookie you bet you win and most importantly when you win you get paid all right
0: terrific a uh, couple of things if uh if you want to join us at DFS coach talk this is the time to do it. Why don't you tell them about our
1: fall special since you are Mr. Football? Well, it is now technically September 3rd, which means in one week only, it's kickoff. It's it's time to start the season. It's just so strange to not have a preseason and we just jump right into it. It's going to be amazing. I mean, it's, it's, it, hasn't, it almost hasn't sunk in yet, but it's exciting. I absolutely love DFS for the NFL. So Shane and I are going to lead the charge for DFS coach talk in that department. And so because of the NFL coming back, we've got a fall special and it gets you a membership with us all the way through the end of 2020 and it's only 199. So you get a nice discount on the monthly price. You get 4 months and you get all of our sports. Every membership option we have at DFS coach talk, you get every lineup every day for every sport. So that's seven days a week right now in NBA. We give you a FanDuel cash lineup, a GPP lineup. We give you the coach's clipboard on DraftKings. Coach gives out a fantasy draft lineup. And then we've got golf once a week, and we're going to do NFL every slate. So every showdown slate, main slate. So it uh, it, it is, like you said, a ter- tremendous time to join. I didn't even mention baseball. Coach has been absolutely crushing MLB. So you get that lineup every day. He had the 20K night this summer. Uh, he's just been red hot. So it is, it is a great time to join and we'd love to have you. Absolutely.
0: Very well said. And it is the time. So just go to DFS Coach Talk. Everything is, is really laid out right there. Uh, not uh, DFScoach.com is what I'm trying to
1: say. <laughs> D, DFSCoachTalk.com. There we I go. can't say
0: it. I I, <laughs> I am past my bedtime tonight, man. It's just too stressful sweating those games out all yeah. the way down the wire. But exactly what what, what you said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you go there, I'm, you can subscribe right online. If you have any questions too, I mean, hit us up even on Twitter. I mean, we're all at DFSCoachTalk. Uh, I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Andrew is at Language Olympic, and Shane is at DET Sports Shane. So uh, we'll be happy to to, uh, uh, answer uh, any. uh, uh, Yeah, I can't talk tonight. (laughs) This is the best, man. I am just stumbling. Um, The other thing, if you're watching us on YouTube and watching me make a blundering fool of myself here, uh, definitely take a second, subscribe, hit the thumbs up and hit that little alarm button so that it lets you know when a new podcast posts so you can hear me fumble around uh, like a goofball. All right, we need to go to game two here. And I guess we're not gonna be super long on this one since we're both already have pretty much close to full roster. Game two, it's a 9 p.m. game, Denver Nuggets, LA Clippers game one, We know Denver just came through that seven-game hard-fought series against the well-rested Clippers. Clippers are our favorite based on the line provided by mybookie.ag by eight and a half, and the over-under is 223. So it is eight points higher. It's going to definitely tease people into stacking. but you know, I'll just give you this much and then let you run with it. I think this game blows out. And I know it's dangerous in DFS sometimes to game script a blowout, but, uh, you know, sometimes you got you to gotta take your shots. And I just don't see how Denver rebounds this quickly
1: against just a, a nasty defensive team in the Clippers. It would be a tremendous achievement for Denver to keep this close. And I think they're capable of it, but I'd say, you know, seven or eight times out of ten, uh, the Clippers should win this one pretty easily. You know, they've just they have to be spent. Denver. I mean, what a grind to come back from three-one. The way they did it, uh, and and not to mention you know big minutes and you know so, you know so much responsibility on Murray and Jokic. Yeah, um, and so yeah, it would. I, I just I agree. Um, you know, I I I think you have to predict that the Clippers win it easily. And the thing with the Clippers is even if they don't win it easily, when they have everybody healthy, they do spread it around quite a bit. I mean, Kawhi, Indeed. when he takes over and, and Paul George is in hitting, he obviously can can be a monster uh, any day of the week. But yeah. And not looks, to interrupt you, I yeah. just want
0: to throw one thing in there when you're breaking it down. Patrick yeah. Beverly is probable. So right. I, from
1: what I read, he's playing. So yeah. that just makes it even more tougher to look exactly. at. That's where I was going to go next. When he's back, all of a sudden, the value plays of Reggie Jackson and Shamit just aren't as attractive. No. Uh, I think you could play one of those guys. Uh, I don't think I will in my primary lineup, though. It would be a pivot. It would be to try to get a little bit more unique in a GPP. Um, Because I think Beverly, he's going to just focus all of his energy on guarding Murray, and he's not going to worry too much about scoring. You know, he's going to let... Kawhi and Paul George do that yeah Uh, so those guys you know it kind of takes Beverly out of it for me for the most part um Kawhi you know it just doesn't quite work if you're going to get Lowry and or Van Vliet and or Siakam and uh, and one or two of the Celtics it just it just doesn't fit and I'm fine fading him I mean if he goes for 55 uh you know it could be an issue but I, I just think that they don't need him to do that this game, most likely. Yeah. So I'm I'm primarily gonna fade him. I mean, for me with the Clippers, it's it's more just maybe a one-off with, you know, maybe Morris or maybe one of the centers. Zubots has done well against Denver. Harrell has done very well against Denver coming off the bench. You know, he has he's only had that one game against Dallas where he went off, but right. he's only four point four. So that's gonna be a decision in a lot of my lineups. Harrell at 4.4. 4, or go all the way down to Robert Williams on DraftKings at 3.6, so that's the that's the Clippers side for me. Over on the Denver side, I'm not going to play Murray. You know, I played him. I think almost every game in the yeah, last I series. But I think we did. I think we rostered him all seven. I really yeah. do. But you know, Beverly's going to get on, get after him. He he. You know, he hasn't done much against the Clippers this year. Um, to me, it's it's Jokic as a payup guy from this game or nobody in terms of pay-up. And then I do like Torrey Craig again at 3.6. They're going to need him for big minutes. That's just too cheap on DraftKings. and I don't know if he'll get more than four or five shots, but yeah. you know, he fits well as a value play with the expensive guys from the first game. And then Jeremy Grant is once again in consideration for me. Now he's under 5,000. He's played well against the Clippers. For some reason, he just steps up there. And, again, they're going to need him. So uh, those are my two favorite value plays over on the Denver side.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you, man, I just don't like this game at all. I I really don't. I I, I think you've got a very strong possibility of limited minutes based on, you know, a blowout or or possible blowout. Uh, Deep rotation uh, by the Clippers. And then, you know, Denver, they, they went with a short rotation because they had to to get by utah but i think he realizes they're going to be a little gassed here and he's probably gonna you know stretch the bench a little bit in this game so all reasons to avoid the game i will say that uh the the first game that we talked about with nick nurse and brad stevens is the two coaches those are two of the top five coaches in the league so you, you know they er- erase each other as far as any ad advantage but in this game, I think there's a huge discrepancy. I think my, uh, Malone is a very, very average coach at best, and and Doc is is very solid. So I think you get a Clippers advantage, uh, you know, throughout this series coach-wise also. So he's going to adjust and rotate uh, guys. He, I, I just – I am not going to – until – He proves me different, and I really love him, but Jamal Murray having to face, you know, Beverly for 18 minutes, uh, maybe Paul George for 15 minutes, you know, and, you know, just people coming in and harassing him fresh uh, is going to be tough. And, you know, they're going to try to play Gary Harris more because he's a great defender and I get it but he can't score the ball right now hardly at all. So to you know when you if you've got Craig out there and some of these guys that are defensive minded folks it's just way too much on the shoulders of Jamal Murray and the Clippers are going to know that Doc's going to know that and I guarantee he's not going to let Murray drop anywhere even close to 40 or 50 against them. He just well he won't get that many attempts. So, I, you know, I think that's my first fade, a major fade of, a, you know, a $9,300 guy on DraftKings that I just think there's too much pressure on. Now, I will say with with the Joker, you know, the Clippers at times are uh, susceptible to a, a good center. Um specifically, you know, more of a post-up center where Jokic plays most of the game facing the basket, but he can post up as well. But, you know, I'll tell you, even the interview at the end of that series when they interviewed him, I got to give him major props again. He looked fit. He looked thin. He, you know, he and I was the worst guy in the world on him when the season started. You know, I just fat out called him flat fat. Yep. And, uh, you know, he wasn't getting up and down the floor. He's just a completely different uh, person out there. So, you know, I think he'll get decent minutes and he can do well. But 9,500, it right. just reshapes your entire lineup. It does. And there's no possible way if they're getting it handed to him, he's going to get a ton of fourth quarter minutes yep. when they have a full series ahead of them. So, yep. I, I you know, I respect Jokic, but I just don't think it's the best spot for him. So for being this game, if I'm going to have, uh, you know, any exposure, I like the guys coming off the bench again because they're cheap. Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell. Now, Harrell has played poorly, but again, he didn't get back into the bubble until right before the playoffs. And the only good game he had against the Mavericks was in a mop up role in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter, yep. and which I needed. It was a big sell oh, for it. me. That was huge it was, for me. But so it's not like he's coming in hot, but that's why he's so darn cheap at 4,400 on drafting. So you can look at him, I think, in the rotation when the game has a little more of a spread, if they're up 10, 12, 14, Lou and Montrez still are going to get their rotational minutes there, especially since the Clippers haven't played such a long time. So, you know, and when Lou Williams is like a shark in the water, man, he smells blood he's going to knock down four shots on you before he can blink. Yep. So, I mean, those two guys at the prices they are
1: make sense. Um, I'll say on Lou Williams, I yeah. do like him more on on FanDuel because he's 6,200 yeah. on DraftKings. He's only 53 yeah. on FanDuel. 100%.
0: And, yeah. you know, it. and again, you know, with the positionality thing, on Fanduel, it just it he's a perfect fit into that
1: uh, that shooting guard spot. So no, they've there. got him on they've got him at point guard now or a point. Okay, yep. point yep. point. So he's so he would really be he would really change things actually because okay. then you're you know you, you're paying down from either Lowry or Kemba Walker and if you've already faded Murray and so I and he's obviously more expensive than Reggie Jackson Pat Beverly so. That would create a very unique build for a GPP if you well, go that route.
0: I'm a hundred percent on my cash hybrid and GPP on FanDuel. Kyle Lowry, 7,800. Lou Williams at
1: 5,300.
0: Hundred percent lock and load for me. Okay. I think it's a no-brainer. You know Jamal at nine grand, too much. Kemba, 7,600. You go down to Lou, 5,300. Twenty-three hundred dollars savings to go down to Lou, and then after that, it's Plummets, Reggie Jackson, Pat Beverly, Monte Morris, Brad Wanamaker, enough said, Tremont mm-hmm. Waters, Carson Edwards. I mean, that's right. the rest of the point guards. Yeah. So there will be dupes here, but I think a lot of people are going to dive back into Murray because he's had all the headlines, hit all the big shots. Uh, and and I'm sure a lot of people will, will lean back to Kemba. You know, they saw that beautiful pullback jumper that he hit to to win that game. Yeah. And and you know, people are going to buy into that. So you're going to see a lot of Murray Walker, you know, builds. And I'm I'm going Lowry and Williams and using that extra cash uh, okay. to pump up the the middle guy. So uh good point there. And you know, you're right on and and that's again to the strategy of you know on DraftKings it's just a completely different build. You know mm-hmm. and that's you know that's what has a tendency to throw you because lose 6200 there point guard and shooting guard eligible and so that changes things uh, as well where it's he's certainly not as conducive there uh, as he would be on Fanduel and then uh, the the nice part about fantasy draft if you ever play that and I'll tell you it's a it's fun you can build you don't have the pos- positionality is very lacks. You get three guards, three forwards and two utility. So you could literally play five point guards, five centers, whatever. So in builds like that, you know, guys like Lou fit well, because they make, you know, the different pieces work also. So, uh, you know, other than that, really, you know, this game, like I say, I, I mean, the exposure, if you have, if I have two guys from this game, uh, is probably going to be the case three at the most. Uh, and, and I think that's going to be the, the big focus because uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot
1: of Kawhi and Paul George love, too. So, Are you, you know, interested in paying up for either one of those guys?
0: You know, I, it's hard to game script somewhat of a blowout and pay up for those guys because yep. at 10-3 for Kawhi, highest guy on the entire slate, uh, by a lot, he's 800 more than Jokic, and then Paul George at 82. Paul George, you know, you could twist my arm to play him, but you got to remember he hasn't really been on his game. He hasn't played the best basketball to this point. And again, if he's not going to be, you know, fired up out there to play the fourth quarter, you know, and they're going to use their bench, uh, then that's that's not the best use of salary. But at least that's, you know, again, that might be somewhat contrarian. I think George will get decent ownership. But, uh, you know,
1: yeah, we never we
0: never get blamed
1: for playing the chalk here. That's for sure. No, no, we don't. Especially if you're going to go with, um, if you're going to go with Lou Williams, you know, that just fits in with the game script of a bit of a blowout. He gets a couple extra minutes. He does more of the scoring. And Paul George and Kawhi aren't going to hit value. And did you ever
0: notice, Doc, and this is a tendency, he's done this all year. When they're winning by a decent amount, he never plays Zubac extra minutes ever. He always right. gives those to Harold. I don't yeah. know what the reasoning is, but he just seems Harold always gets those mop-up center minutes, which is odd. Uh, and, but, you know,
1: good from a DFS perspective. So, yeah, it's like the, the secret yeah. handshake agreement that they got where, you know, Doc convinced him, hey, come off the bench. OK, I'll still get you even minutes. have a better matchup you're going to get more touches and you know i think harold has bought into it because he he gets fired up when he comes in plays so hard off the bench and he just he just knows i I only get 22 to 24 minutes i got to make the most of it yeah
0: and that's you know you're you're right that's i'm sure the psychology he used Mm -hmm. with him you know uh because you know that'll help him get the big contract too so uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun games for sure i mean who knows? Funnier things have happened. You know, the Clippers probably are going to step on the court thinking they're going to wax them too. Yeah. So that's a dangerous thing. So hopefully yeah. they realize that you know they need to get down to business right away. Um, and I just I have a hard time thinking Toronto isn't going to just show up big time. I the champs going down 0-3 here just doesn't seem to make sense to me. So uh, I think they're going to show up. I do too. All right, a uh, couple quick things. Again, you know, I'll mention a second time. If you're watching us on YouTube, it's important for us. Thumbs up, subscribe, hit that reminder button to, to give you the information of when our podcast po- uh, post. You can catch us on Instagram, DFS underscore coach talk. Uh, certainly, you know, jump on. If you want to follow us uh, tomorrow in Discord and get our lineups 30 minutes before lock, you can sign up at dfscoachtalk.com. Uh, best place to go. Even, even if you don't want to try the uh, so, the fall special, you want to go just try a week, just jump in. Uh, give, us, uh, give us a shot because uh, I think you'll find a lot of our members uh, are going to be the first to jump up and say, you know, how much they enjoy uh, really our white glove approach to just you Know working with everybody, we go you know in DMs all the time with every member, uh, for whatever they need. So, uh, definitely look forward to having you guys join us. Uh, also want to thank our presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag. Again, uh, go there and use the promo code coach talk, all one word uh, for a terrific offer, as well as tvg.com. Same exact situation. Um, our charity of choice here andrew i don't know if you've ever heard of them but they're mambaon3.org that's yes. m-a-m-b-a-o-n-t-h-r-e-e.org and it is a wonderful charity set up by vanessa bryant and the bryant family all right i think that's everything we've got the two games in the books tomorrow is uh our first ever thursday doubleheader. That's i was right. wrong yesterday when i Pronounced it as a doubleheader today. Uh, Andrew let me know that I was one day off on the PGA because of the Labor Day deal. I mean,
1: Instead who of blame the, you, you're yeah. excited for the you're excited for the Tour Championship. We all are, but it's Friday to Monday this this time. Friday to Monday because Monday's yep. Labor Day. Exactly, and
0: I am I'm very fired up for that. I, that's going to be a blast with only thirty guys. You know, you get to see all your guys that you roster. So. We'll have a doubleheader show tomorrow. Andrew and I, on both ends of it, uh, we're going to hit in probably dinner time-ish. We'll make sure we have that PGA podcast up so can listen to it in the evening and build those lineups out uh, before you go to bed so Friday morning you can get up and you're ready to go. And then we will also have uh, the next NBA podcast uh, in our seven-day coverage uh, also. So, that is it my friend i think uh we've pretty much laid out our strategy heavy toronto boston light on uh denver clippers and then just you know having to adjust a few pieces to make sure uh, we have those winning lineups ready to roll sounds like some more winners to me sounds good sounds good all right well thank you all so much uh, for listening Uh, and hopefully this helps you take some stuff down let us know give us feedback we love to hear back from you, uh, either on Twitter, uh, you know, can just go right to our at DFS coach talk or uh, on YouTube. Uh, we there were several things up there today, questions and things. Uh, we went back and forth with the, uh, some information. It was great. And we love love the feedback. So look forward to hearing you uh, from you on there. All right. That is it, my friend. Uh, I think we're going to wrap it up, call it a night, uh, get this over to Bryce so he can get it Posted for us, and uh, when we attack another day, uh, it was a, a real profitable basketball night for us. As as we said, that was exciting. I will say that this was a dud of a baseball night. You know, got to come clean on everything. Uh, it was definitely a swing and miss. Actually, it was a take the third strike looking kind of night. <laughs> you know, buckle at the knees. It was a curveball when you were looking yeah. for a fastball. But yeah. you know what? It happens. Tomorrow yeah. we come out mad. Yep. And we've got a really good slate tomorrow uh, of games. Uh, I already have a few guys I've got in mind. So I'm I'm ready to attack that with a vengeance. So, Excellent. all right. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate it. Look forward to our doubleheader tomorrow. And for everybody listening out there, stay safe, stay healthy. And uh, we really appreciate you spending this time with us at DFS Coach Talk. So uh, we will be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA and PGA and MLB DFS.